This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus as this segment of the Husker Online Show. Brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill. Get on into Tanner's here over the weekend. Nebraska basketball plays Wisconsin here Saturday at 1. Also the XFL. Robin, Nate, did you guys watch XFL? Did you get into it a little bit? I did. I'm yeah. all in on the St. Louis Battlehawks. Battlehawks? Yeah, I'm a big Battlehawks fan. Big, big Battlehawks guy. They uh, they were big dogs like in the – Nine and a half point. And, um, Biggest dog of the weekend. And they played Dallas, who was the uh, preseason favorite to win the XFL championship. So eat it, Dallas. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> I know. Um, some local books would not take um, bets on those games because the information was just not strong <laughs> just enough. And, they were, like, praising the, the Vegas uh, handicappers at the beginning of the, like, for the first game because they, like, nailed the over-under. But and, they didn't like, know Rhett Bomar was going to be yeah, out. I mean, it was just, or not Rhett Bomar. Who's the quarterback? Uh, for? Landry Jones. Landry Jones, right. yeah. Red Bomar. <laughs> That's a name way. He's still selling cars. Your college quarterback. And he's probably playing in the XFL. But no, I thought it was good. It, I will say it's a way better product than the AAF. Way better. And it's not even close. They have better announcers. I mean, it's, it's presented like on ESPN and Fox. I mean, like. And that's it's, why it's better. I, because the players are, by and large, the same. Yeah, but yeah. I think you've got ESPN. You've got you've got legit announcers like Joel Klatt was doing and the Fox yeah. the game. presentation of it too, like the mic'd up access. Yeah. The I mean, being able the interviews to, on the sideline, yeah, like, yeah. like ten seconds after a guy fumbles the ball, he's got a microphone in his face. Guys are dropping f bombs. They're like zeroing in on the guy with the Xbox controller doing the instant replay. It's like wild, and so you get these like inside reality aspects of football that you would never get in the NFL. And that's why I think it's going to do well. Well, then you know, you, you look at the gambling element of it. They put the point spread mm-hmm. next to the teams now on the bug and the over-under. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're in, like, in Vegas for the weekend or Council Bluffs or anywhere, I mean, kind of gives you <laughs> a reason to really get into these games and, and watch. I think they, they realize that. Oh, yeah, and they know what they're doing. And DeMorey Pearsonell had a good weekend. Yes, he did. Yeah. Gerald Foster did. Brandon Riley had one catch before yeah, he took on the a, opening drive. Took they, a knee they, to the back. Yeah, and so he he made a really nice catch over the middle on a slant uh, and got dinged up and didn't play the rest of the game. But DeMorey played really well. He did muff a punt. He recovered it. But I think he had like you know almost like 60, 70 yards of total offense, including like a 40-yard catch to help his team win the game. Go Battle Hawks. <laughs> be, let's go. Let's make a convince our wives that we're making a road trip down to St. Louis. I think the championship is in uh, Houston this year. Well, let's worry about getting to a game in St. Louis first. <laughs> Nate, you're going down. We're driving down the slough and, yeah. um, and, and watching Brandon and DeMornay. But let, let's talk NFL Combine, guys. Nebraska gets four invites. Uh, Darian Daniels, Khalil Davis, Carlos Davis, Lamar Jackson. I, I think not a shocker. With Darian Daniels, not a shocker with Lamar. Both of them were senior bowl invites. And really not a shocker about Khalil because he had a really strong showing in the East-West Shrine game. Uh, Carlos um, you know, had a little bit quieter uh, draft prep month, but I think it tells you guys how strong that D-line was last year at times. you know, They had three guys make the combine. Mm-hmm. Um, they held their own when they played Iowa late in the year. Obviously, the Wisconsin game, two of those three guys were out uh, for Nebraska, but um, we we thought all along last year the D line was the strength for Nebraska, and it once again um, was the strength when it came to the NFL guys. Well, and to have you know five, all four guys be on the defensive side of the ball, including Lamar Jackson, who's probably the the team's top overall NFL prospect. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that that shows that they had some talent to work with, and you know, it kind of you know indicates that uh, by nature of the offense, the defense is is going to look 
worse than maybe it is. I mean, I, I don't know if the numbers they allow are, are going to be perfectly indicative of, uh, you know, how good uh, the players are and how good the scheme is on that side. And, and you mentioned it. I mean, the the way that they have performed in these, um, you know, these postseason games or these all-star games, I think kind of validates that, that they were pretty good um, and that, that maybe the overall numbers, um, you know, I, I think you, you have to dig a little deeper to, to find out just how good some of these guys were. And, um, you know, and, and they're all going to be guys that Nebraska is going to miss sorely uh, next year. But to go from you know, to have four guys invited after only having what was it? Only Stanley was the only guy last year, right? Uh, I don't think Divine got invited. No, last year. Divine did not. No. Yeah, Stanley was the only guy. Yeah. So I mean, that's progress at least. <laughs> well, and, and look, I mean, Luke Gifford, Stanley Morgan, Divine, like all of those guys should have been invited. Yeah, they should have like, been. Yeah. I, I really still don't understand how they didn't get one draft pick with that trio. I know. All th- I mean, it was it was like I thought Stanley was a no brainer, and I thought Divine had a chance to sneak in at the end, but. It was like Billy Devaney and Mike Riley said, let's stick it to Nebraska and, and tell all of our guys not to invite these guys to the Combine so we can end their draft streak. <laughs> and let's end the last streak they got besides the sellout streak. It's quite the conspiracy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, I mean, because it, it doesn't add up. You have three guys make active rosters oh, I know. that, that I know. put up numbers. Yeah. The fact that Stanley get drafted is a travesty. I don't care. Like, I mean, he made an active roster. Like, he was good enough to be drafted. The fact that he didn't was I don't I don't have no explanation for it. Yeah, it just tells you how hard it is. Now the SEC had ninety four combine invites, the Big Ten with fifty seven, um forty seven on the Pac twelve, thirty seven in the ACC, twenty nine in the Big Twelve. Mm. Now wow. they only they only have ten teams, so they're averaging two point nine per team. But I mean how of those twenty nine, a good chunk are Oklahoma, Texas type guys. I mean, it's it's really startling. We talked about in our last segment the gaps of the leagues, but every year it's Big Ten, Big SEC, one, two. And SEC's obviously been number one really every year in a row, I think, for over 10 years now. Yeah, by a pretty wide margin, too. And yeah, I mean, that kind of shows about the. Uh, the haves and the have nots. It goes beyond just you know what your your financial capabilities are, but a lot of times that coincidentally leads to getting the best players. And when you have the best players, you have the best league, and vice versa. Well, and there's a little bit of a gap in the Big Ten too. I mean, when you look at uh, Ohio State and Michigan being tied at the top with 11 players, yeah, Ohio State's been carrying the conference's water for a while. Yeah. So thank I mean, you, Urban. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I guess kind of surprising would be, uh, you know, Penn State and Iowa having five uh, in, in Wisconsin only, you know, having just as many as Nebraska. Uh, you know, I, I would have thought that both Penn State and Wisconsin might have had a, a few more than that, just just based off of their, uh, you know, their record and how they've been playing the past couple of years. How many did you say the Big Ten had? Total 57. So Ohio State had 11 of those this year. So, I mean, that kind of shows. 20, 20% pretty much. Yeah, so – to be expected, though. I mean, that's the difference between that, that college football level program and everybody else. There's a big difference in talent. Yeah, if you just took those four college football playoff teams and added Georgia, those five really, I mean, they're they're more than any conference probably when you just took those five right there. I mean, they are uh, – it's like they're in a different set of leagues. But mm-hmm. um, it will be interesting to see. I think Nebraska will get at least two draft picks this year. I mean, we know Lamar's going to get drafted. I think we know Darian Daniels will get picked – it's a matter of how the Davis Twins will end up going. Yeah, right now, if you look at the NFL.com prospect grades, Lamar Jackson is the highest-graded Husker with a 5.69. And what that means, according to the uh, grade rankings, would put him right in the realm of a developmental traits-based prospect 
or a uh, chance to make uh, end of roster or practice squad. So that's your best overall player right there. Well, and uh, Darian Daniels is next at a 5.58. So that puts him you know, right around the uh, practice squad level. And then neither of the Davis twins received a grade. So that's kind of where things stand right now, initially before the combine. That's why you got to get your degree, kids. Yeah, no it, doubt. It's pretty tough no to make that next level. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Nebraska basketball. The Huskers almost pulled off a shocker in College Park. Now they're back home against Wisconsin. Uh, can they snap this long losing streak? We'll get Robin Washett's thoughts next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.